Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Protective Insight Podcast. Thank you so much to those that tuned in to our very first one. Uh, due to the feedback that we've been uh, that we've been gratefully receiving from you, we we understand that it was been received quite well, which is which is lovely to hear. Uh, and uh, today we're going to be addressing some of the some of the questions that came out of that in terms of. Uh, well, predominantly, you know, wouldn't you say, Jim? Why us? Why, why, sh- why should people listen? What makes what makes what we have to say any better or, or worse than uh, uh, than somebody else? Right? Oh, hundred percent. And interesting too, right? It, it, for me, it was one of those things. Like, upon receiving that question, I was like, "Wow, you know what? I actually didn't think about it." And the reason I don't think about it because it, from my from my standpoint, I'm sure you can agree, Ben, it, <laughs> it isn't about us, right? Like the reason we were doing the podcast and why we're yes. here today, it's, it, it's not for us to sit here and regurgitate. We've had X amount of years of experience in this and we've, we've yeah. done this. And then you just are just resume bulleting for 20 minutes. <laughs> and I know from my you know perspective as an instructor and a teacher over the years, I always couldn't stand the ones that got in front of the room in the first 20 minutes of a course you thought was going to be great. Mm. And all you get is the war stories. And this is what I did 20 years ago and 30 years ago. And it's like, although that's great, yeah. my mind always goes to, well, what are you doing now? Yeah. What relevance does what you did 20 years ago work in 2023? Absolutely. You know, so when I look at things that people ask me, like, well, if it comes up and it's relevant to the context of the conversation, which kind of today we'll, we'll dabble on it. Mm. But on the same time, I'm going to tell you, you can go find me on LinkedIn. You, you can look me up or put a chat in specifically. You, you can find out, you know, I'll give you some things, but if it's not over the room, because it's it's not about me. We want to get you content. I want to get you content. And it's not for me to sit here and go, because of my background, you should go here and read this book or you should listen to these guys. Yeah. It's more of, look, I'm, I'm a human just like you. I'm curious <laughs> just like you. I'm trying to make the best decisions for myself, my family, my colleagues when it comes to training, personal interactions, mm. who I spend my time with with conversations, right? Mm. So it, it that that's where I'm coming from with it. It's like, oh, it, it yeah. isn't about us. You know, so I love we- it. Well, we'll give you some more about us if you haven't heard of us. You know, we are kind of on the cusp where it comes with our mm. company and organization where we're kind of seen and heard and understood and the security EP industry, but we understand, yeah. you know, Ben being in the UK, they might not have heard of me over me, but they might know of you, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and more so people know more of you than me, just based off <laughs> background. Um, Wait, but that, for that, yeah. I'll, I'll jump off here. Um, you know, Ben, you know, give them, you know, let's, let's, what, what, that's <laughs> let's, the let's thing. give the audience what they want a little bit, but at the same time, folks just understand this this is about you. This podcast yeah. is about you, helping you, giving you insights, training techniques, what we can provide to you. Whether you listen or not, we're leaving that open to you. That That's your freedom to do so. If we're relevant and you hear us and you're like, man, these guys uh, understand what they're talking about. They give us a valuable tool that I can use. And you can check it off and we fit into your routine. By all means, plug us what we're here for. If not, we understand. We're not going to be everyone's yeah. cup of tea. We're not going to be the right tool. Nope. you know, for you. But at the same time, we hope we give you something one with our banter, right? Because the <laughs> funny thing is people, I think we'll find out, we'll tell you now is Ben and I have been working together the last couple of years, but we've never met in person. Nope. We work in the same company. We work together. We drive all this together. All the relationship is built through here virtually. We yeah. plan on at some point getting together, either me going over there, or Ben here, but this is just how effective conversations and people can work and you can do this sort of thing and have this energy. And it's like, you find like people who are like, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's be different and help folks. Right. hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like the, the whole kind of CV angle always felt a bit like sort of intellectual chest beating. You know, like you see the monkeys in the zoo going, ah. that's what it feels like. My CV is bigger and better than yours. Okay. Cool. <laughs> good. Yep. You know, good for you in, in that particular situation. What are you going to do with it that's going to help? That's that's all I'm concerned about in in that way, you know. Um, and that's that's the whole reason that this started uh, as as an idea. It was more to ask questions that people are silently asking. Oh yeah. 
maybe maybe to ask them a little bit louder, you know. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So my background, if if you're interested, you know, it's a it's a it's a Google search away. It's it's by no means the most conventional background by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but like uh, my my first introduction to the world of VP was through uh, through a, a martial arts school that I attended uh, from the age of twelve to seventeen, uh, and that led into uh, what we would call bodyguard training uh, over here. It's 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 EP and the same thing, uh, and then that that quietened down for a bit, and I've I've pretty much experienced. Most of the the lowly rungs of of the security level, like mall security, doorman work, uh, and all of this kind of stuff, and then I stepped into uh, the, the the private sector, taking on investigations, remote assessments, uh, uh, you know, some from some real big deals, some real low deals, <laughs> right? For, yeah, for companies yeah, that you've heard then, of, companies then, that you right, have. Folks, like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stop Ben for a minute here too, and just go back to one thing he said for you, right? <laughs> Because one thing I look at is when I hear things like the lowly rung of security. Yeah. Okay. Uh, being being a doorman. Yeah. Okay. A lowly rung, so to speak, in, in your terms, Ben. How many interactions do you have with people in the course of a shift? Thousands. Yeah. Thousands. So during that, so during that time frame, right? The, the, the sort of like understanding situational awareness, yeah. uh, behavioral cues. All of a mm. sudden, you start creating a rolodex of what potential threat indicators could be, or or who's going to be a problem, or who's going to be that boisterous, loud, obnoxious, drunk bloke, <laughs> right, in, in an English bar that you feel like I may have to go inside and run into that guy again, and it's not going to be well, for the pleasantries it. of exchanging yeah. an ID, right? Yeah. So I'm, for those I'm, I'm, out there that feel like you're in that lonely rung, understand it, it's, it's not a lonely rung. You're going to no. get out of it what you put in, but those are the places mm. where, as you'll hear from Ben and I as we go on with these podcasts, yeah. that's where most of the experience That's why learning's done. Yeah. <laughs> now, we can give you tons of books, and it's great you know, to read a book and theories, but the experience aspect, where are you going to be exposed to the most people where you can actually apply the skill and the knowledge when it comes to the arts mm. of conversation that we'll get into in later on episodes, and we'll give you some book reviews yeah. um, and some places you can go for this. But sometimes the best thing is being thrown in the pool, right, when you're a young age and being tossed <laughs> yeah. in, and it's like, okay, yeah. sink or swim. And that's yes. what I feel that it's like. You're, you're in the door. You're outside. You're that barrier between the public and people having a good time in an establishment and having yeah. to serve, safeguard those folks inside that clientele. 100%. And you're that barrier, right? You're that barometer and that reader of, sorry, mate, you can't come in because <laughs> I can already tell you, you're going to be a problem. Little, well, Ben, how do you know it's going to be a problem? Well, you know, I've seen 2,000 people here <laughs> in this last month, and all the ones that caused me a problem acted exactly like this guy. So I'm uh, creating my yeah, yeah. my Rolodex of, of people Hun of this is a problem. Completely right? agree. Completely agree. And I, I, I got to say as well, just because it, it's it's so dear to my heart, I'm not demonizing it as a as a lowly rung. All I mean is it's maybe not as glamorized uh, in in, oh. in that particular way. But you know, you, well, and, and I wouldn't say lowly either as like a demonized. But no, 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 no. But we, we all we all start somewhere, right? And Absolutely. Those are like the first steps of like crawl, walk, run. So Absolutely. it's like okay, we're we're, we're we're crawling here and. What I look at is that's where you learn the key basics, the fundamentals, fundamentals yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of the industry. And that goes into everything, right? When it comes to firearms training, understanding people, you have to get into the fundamental, the basic foundational aspects of anything yeah. in any industry. And once you grasp what those key fundamentals and basics are, now we start building. And now mm. we have a nice structure that we can work from and from work within that just yeah. makes us better. But there's also a good percentage of people that when they get in there, like, oh, man, like, you know, and they, they take it that way, right? They're beaten down. I got to start here. And it's like, yeah, we all start from somewhere, but a little 100%. bit of work. And you'd be amazed with some of the mm. stuff we'll show you. If you are one of those guys starting out, yeah. we'll give you some tips to understand that will accelerate you and help you because then you'd be going to your supervisor. But, oh, man, how did you pick up on that? Uh, yeah. How did you see it? How did you know? Well, it's just this. I started processing things differently. Mm. I started taking a look at my environment differently. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for those out there, we'll, we'll be doing segments later on of this great thing that um, Ben has put together and we've been working on for a little while of Polar. And we use that for the professional aspect there. And it's going to show you how to use people, objects, locations, actions, the reasoning. And we're going to show you how that all comes together. And man, before you know it, you're processing things so much differently. Um, 
And that's where we come in with our background and experience. And I know I cut Ben off, so I'm sorry, folks. No, no, no. no. I want want to touch on because that's that's one of the things that's near and dear to me because I hear it so much from people. Well, I'm just this or I'm just that. And it's like, no, you're not just that. We shape it. We shape it. Yeah. You are you are glass ceiling, you know, putting a glass ceiling on yourself. You're putting yeah. yourself in a box that you shouldn't be in. You know, so step outside the box, look yourself I'm gonna go, no, okay, this is an <laughs> awesome opportunity. Cause those are sometimes the things I like. You know, yeah. I get to do some of the cool stuff, but when I get to go throw something on and go sit and be that guy that gets this, mm-hmm. man, I, I love it because it challenges me and puts me yeah. back to the basics. Because yeah. these are perishable skills and stuff that we're gonna get into. And if we're not using them, whether it's art of conversation and situational awareness type things, I mean, you will start losing these things. If you like allow your mindset to slip and go somewhere else and just get complacent and lax, you will be sadly, you know, surprised that your skills aren't as sharp as, as they could be or once were. So you need to know how to keep them going, you know, keep that stuff 100%. going on. 100%. And um, with that, we'll jump back because there's just so much to Ben uh, with, with what he has. That it's, it, I, Probably the whole podcast <laughs> just on, on Ben, just because, like you said, his uniqueness, you know, because I, I love it, Ben, because you've gone from that in the security realm and yeah. then you've worked in, if I'm not right, the entertainment world yeah. of things, yeah, which yeah. is another key aspect, yeah. an interesting aspect on, on taking people, right? Yeah. And, and understanding behaviors and stuff, because yeah. I don't know, I don't get to hang out with plenty of guys that, that understand <laughs> magic. Or magician, or or have studied Sherlock Holmes the way you have. So I, I like to get someone to see that and just know, like, you can have. It's not always a A B C D ladder to get into. Hey, humans! No, it's like if you care about humans, you love humans. But there, there's just so many paths to go, and we'll show you just in this. Ben's path is way more interesting it's and fun it, it's it, weird. Not even weird but, it, but it's just way more interesting and fun and <laughs> how we got to where like we're at with humans and behavior and your yeah. level of comprehension and understanding as where mine is more like your i mean typical american fashion right it's just a <laughs> straight line of well you know i did this and worked in this field and this job and had experience and contacts in this but Ben, although having fun and getting to entertain and all this getting here and me kind of going here, we, we, we converse at the same points. Yeah. And I think that's the fun part that people should get out of this is like our paths are all going to be in a way uniquely different, different, but there's Mm -hmm. so many waypoints along the way that align when it comes Mm -hmm. to these things. Um, You and I have a lot of similar views, similar comprehension, Mm -hmm. understanding of so many things that we do, but your explanations on how you get to, to the, to the answer to the equation versus how I get to the answer to the equation, it, mm-hmm. it's slightly different, right? It's just watching, yeah. you got the same teacher in some aspects and you're just like, huh, how'd you all do that? <laughs> and and so there, what I love with that is when it comes to you guys out there listening, as about you, you get to, to pull from both of us and other experts and stuff we bring in yeah. and that we want you is pull what is relevant to you, what works. We yeah. all learn differently, we apply differently. So if you got something that works for Ben, boom. Because uh, like I touched on the first episode. So, so yeah, so like some of the big challenges and stuff we get into is with what I love with Ben is I'm a very black and white analytical person. So for me, things are here. And I thought I had a pretty good memory. People are like, wow, you've got a photograph of me. Because I, I could recall facts and dates and stuff. And I thought I was doing great. <laughs> then I met Ben. Realized as Though I thought I was pretty good in your own way, you know, brag on yourself. You're like, man, I'm pretty good. People are impressed by my ability. And then Ben comes in within like two seconds. And I'm like, how did you memorize like 700 decks of carbs or whatever it is that Ben does? And then he's like, starts telling me these techniques. And I'm like, well, that's, that's interesting. I'm curious. Um, challenging. Some people, like I said uh, in the last episode, this the sun list. For some people, that's a very... And correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, that that's like a good basic step to start is the understanding of the sun list. And it's a good beginner stepping stone. For me, yeah. that was like taking like uh, advanced physics or something like that in college. <laughs> it was like very something out that way out of my comfort zone yeah. and being able to get my brain from the black and white perspective of being able to articulate and put a, a number to a color or to some type of object mm-hmm. that related to a behavior to where then we're calling that I can be like, okay, one is you know pupil dilation for example mm-hmm. and things like and and go readily through my brain constantly i can go through a number up to 30 behaviors that we put mm-hmm. together 
And now it's got me to the point of I make sure I keep up with that. And I made videos of that because I was doing that stuff because I was challenging. Part of my challenge to myself and for Ben was I'm, I'm how much can this go? <laughs> I was going for runs. I was going to the yeah. gym. I was elevating my heart rate to yeah. like 180 beats per minute, recording on the treadmill after a workout and going through the behaviors and going, okay, wow. So even under physical exertion, stress, this stuff works and yeah. committed. And now when I sit, talk to people or I'm having different conversations, I'm want to pay attention to behaviors. I, I, I'm writing numbers down on a piece of paper <laughs> and people are like, what are you? I was like, yeah, they're just numbers, but it lets me know it. a particular part in a conversation during a certain block of the, you know, behaviors that, that we have, we put together are, are mm. common ones when it comes to might want to clarify, mm. uh, validate when it comes to people maybe potentially mm. being deceptive with us or yeah, not yeah. telling us the whole truth. So when I see consistent numbers in that, that targeted area, <laughs> I need to go back to that part of the conversation yeah. so I can get the whole contextual picture because we all know there's no lying behavior, people. You'll learn more about yeah. that later on as well. <laughs> oh, God. If you can, <laughs> if you can sit through how angry so we get about some of the there. topics. <laughs> um, but those are things that if I never met you, Ben, like I never would have known, but those are just things like people don't like think of. Like unless you're guys like in your field, people like you who are super recognizers, uh, people that are mentalists, things that are constantly having to do things because you need to have, I think, that more in-depth of the the Sherlock Holmes, you know, <laughs> go inside well, of the brain and process well, all these, you know, the memory the, the, palace per se yeah, that you the, do as the well. Thi the things that I noticed through through the through specifically through the security work uh, was was there, there there seems to be a lot of stigma and perception attached to the specifics of training. Like you should you should do this because of X and whatever. And like one of my one of my first doorman jobs, believe it or not, was on a McDonald's of all places. It was on a McDonald's, and uh, it it was in a place called Festival Park, and um their their car park was like a scene from the Fast and the Furious films. So we we get everything from drug deals, drug taking, fights, booze, um. The, the ladies of the night, shall we say, uh, as they're called, the, the, the first profession uh, and whatnot. And it's it's where I really learned that, yeah, physical stuff is, is all well and good. But if you just talk to these people, first, first and foremost, you've got an understanding, first of all, because I'm like 18, 19. Most of these other guys and girls there are 18, 19. So the reflex mm. is... Well, why should I listen to you? For the older ones that were still doing it, well, you're this young pup. Why should I listen to you? And you get to bridge that gap first of all. So the more I, more time I spent uh, uh, trying things that my boss was telling me not to do, <laughs> right? The, the, the more kind of exploration and use within it. And it got to that stage where I didn't feel that I was equipped to discount any particular kind of training or idea or understanding until I'd used it. So when, when somebody first mentioned uh, uh, mentalists to me, I was like, oh, yeah, magicians, all that kind of, yeah, what do you, <laughs> shut up, go away, this kind of thing. And then, you, you know, you read a book, and, like, I, I was I was hanging out recently with a, couple of, with a couple of people that, like, could look at you could look at you say say a couple of words and like have any have an idea about where you live like and have an idea about your family dynamic at home and like this is not hyperbole or anything this is something that i saw and that has a direct uh, uh, protective connotation element for your personal information when it comes to memory work when you're mentioning with the sun list writing down a number by a, by something specific is the most innocuous thing you can do, yet it means something to us. Most people would take between, uh, I don't know, two and three days worth of training to get 30 behaviors and their effects into their head mm -hmm. to be able to use at a moment's notice. We apply the right technique to it that nobody else does, to the best of my knowledge, uh, which 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 isn't which isn't which isn't completely comprehensive. I've just never seen it. That's not to say that it doesn't exist. Sure, say doesn't exist, but we're, we're darn proud of it. We, we are <laughs> right. We are. We are. We are darn proud of it. But yeah, and a lot of I look at it. If you if you can get me to learn it and do it based off, I know how I am and how that. And I'm like, well, the fact that I can do readily recall, I'm like, well, I'm yeah. probably the hardest, probably one of the harder test subjects you can have. <laughs> There's so many people that their brains work so much better, I think, more yeah. flawlessly than mine. But it was like, wow, okay. And I was like, now that we've done this, I'm like, Ben, you just like sped up my time 
so much when it came to things. The fact that I could just jot down a number one through 30 based off like the, the top 30 behaviors that we created off of the experience I have in the law enforcement. I feel like this is like, I mean, this is a game changer for interviewers. What? As, you know, as I understand like, it, well, in, in law yeah. enforcement, but in anyone in general, like us having yeah. a conversation, like, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, as, I as, as, I, as I understand it, and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, those those in, in law enforcement roles uh, in, in the States don't really get a lot of time for training and, and, and education and, and learning. No, not, not in the education aspect when it comes to the human part, which I always found, mm. uh, found very disheartening, you know, yeah. because it's, you spend time, you go to the firing range, even that's not done as much and driving mm. that they do 90% more on a shift and they only do right. a course in the academy, very few departments do any refreshers. But when it came to communication, there's a very, very small part. And depending on where you go, there's a lot of emphasis on verbal judo. There's pros and cons to both. Um, I was never a fan of verbal mm. judo. There are aspects that are great. Um, it is a good program. There's a lot of guys that get a lot of good use out of it. I, I wasn't particularly one of them. Uh, right. But if you're interested in it, go, go check it out. I don't dismiss any. Like I said, what mm. works for one doesn't work for the other. It doesn't mean it that's, necessarily bad. Key. Now, there's some that are. Mm. But for me and how I interact and how I communicate, some of the stuff was just too uh, – it took away the um, – you being authentic. If, yes. that, if that if that makes sense, you know, because it's like it, it wants you to use particular type of words or certain mm. things here, which is great for de-escalation. But I'm like, but if they don't fit your personal profile and they don't necessarily fit how you interact and work, yeah. then it's not going to work. It doesn't matter how yeah. great the, the, you know, the, uh, the whole technique is, if it doesn't yeah. fit you as a person, like if you gave me some techniques, Ben, and it was all in, you know, for lack of a better term, don't want to someone, the Queen's English. You know, because we all know, even though you're in the UK, we speak the same language. There are different yeah. words that mean They're different wrong. or slightly different. Mm. And if you gave me that, or even if you wrote it down for me to write it down to give to somebody, mm. right? Just the spelling of behavior is yeah. different between yeah. us. So if yeah, I yeah. wrote it, you know, the way you wrote it here and gave it to an American, you know, what I mean, that's going to trigger like, mm. hmm, you know. So it doesn't it doesn't match and fit the, mm. the profile. It wouldn't work for me. Now it could work for you or someone else in the UK, but me here in the States culturally and whatnot, not necessarily. Mm. So absolutely pick and pull out of what you want. Back to your point without the train. No, because it's like we, we're working shifts, depending on the agency, some are very, very busy and things. It's mm. just the things you should spend the time on. And especially now in a generation where everything is tech happy, everyone's texting and things mm. through phone, the art of a face to face conversation has been lost over the years. And that's one of the biggest things I see is a, a very difficult thing for law enforcement because you're getting younger generations in that have never really had a face-to-face -face conversation. And mm -hmm. tech, and you got the guys like me that have been older, you don't know how to communicate to those guys, you can't get much out of them. And yeah. you got some people, old guys, stubborn, set in their ways, they won't talk. <laughs> and then you're sending the young guys, like you said, you're 18, 19 years old at a McDonald's. Well, yeah. if you're taking a young 21 year old wet behind the ears has never talked to anybody, and they've got to go to a house where a husband and wife are arguing and they're the age of his parents. And just like you said, that cop gets the same thing. I was that young cop. Mm. Uh, what do I got to listen to you? And, and you got to try to articulate to <laughs> yeah, yeah. a 40, 50 year old person in your 20s with, you know, the little life experience you have. I need to deescalate you. I need to Absolutely. get you to do this because I don't want to have to arrest you or mm. have to maybe use use of force on you or yeah. or whatever. You know, th those are the biggest hurdles. And if you don't have the, the conversational aspect at all, mm. those situations are, are even more difficult and more dire because they're, they're also the most dangerous. You know, mm. those domestic situations are dangerous because you can get up there and a husband and wife will be fighting and she'll yell at you and she'll be like, he hit me, he did this, arrest him. But the minute you arrest him, she flips the switch. Why are you arresting him? And now she's attacking you. Like it, it happens. And these things become very, I've, I've had one. Yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very quick, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, why aren't we mm. teaching and training in the areas where we're specific and do the most work or where the skills are, are perishable Absolutely. Um, when it comes to that. And then since we kind of dove on that, because we're going to try to keep this episode, not as long as the other, we want to use the longer mm. episodes for our, our trusted partners and things, but we just wanted to come back. Yeah. So as we kind of alluded to, and you kind of see like behind me and stuff here. So I, I, I served in the military. I served in the United States Marine Corps. Um, I enlisted when I was at the, the ripe old age of, of 17. Um, all my experience, out of my experience comes from when I got into law enforcement. And one of the things that I had there was 
I, I, I knew that I had a, a passion for wanting to understand humans. And in the line of work that I was in, I wanted to understand it to the point to where I wanted to make my peers better. I wanted to be able to enhance our safety and the safety of the people we are entrusted to protect better by being above, by being better able to work and understand humans. So I was like, started really studying some things. Um, I got into the OODA loop. We learned about that in the military, yeah. the whole decision-making process. Yeah. So then I started correlating and playing with Boyd's OODA. And this all started when I was a, you know, a young patrol guy and, and playing with things. And I would watch my body cameras and how I interacted with people. And I started playing with just how little shifts on how I move slightly to one side or back. I can see how engaged and focused someone was on me. Yeah. Then I started being able to piece behaviors together when they were like, okay, this is going to lead into where I started developing the, the pre-threat, pre-attack indicator processes in my mind of what to expect, what to do, when they're going to run, where are their feet pointed, what what's going on here. And then as that went on and brought that training in and getting guys more aware and watching videos, and then you start becoming more conscious and safety in, in there with the awareness, uh, it started going into when I got into investigations and stuff of understanding the UDA, but in a conversational aspect. Um, and that really triggered for me when I became a hostage negotiator. And what the fun part for me was with that was the, the conversational aspect like we're having today. Yeah. Because what I found, I don't really want to say fun because it, it, it's kind of fun personally of the challenge, not of the actual work, right? Because mm -hmm. the work is high stress. A lot of things, mm -hmm. things can go really, really bad. Things can go really, really good. The fun aspect was to be able to challenge yourself because in those situations, I don't have the ability like to look at you now, Ben, even virtually, you know, mm -hmm. I'm in a operations center or in a negotiation operations that were either in a room or outside behind a tree anywhere do we have to set up you know sound and all i have is maybe a throw phone in there yeah. or a cell phone or some kind of thing and all i have is an audio connection to that yeah. person that, that in distress and that's where i uh, pardon people and the, the, the neatest thing that you skill i think you can have is active listening skills because man the stuff that i learned just from being able to listen to the tonality the, the cadence, you know, the speed of it, you could be able to detect if there actually was a true emotion there based off how the speech came out. And you could sit there as black and white as my mind was with that. I could sit with headphones on and close my eyes and just mm -hmm. listen. I can picture and envision what emotion, what that person was doing, and then utilize that to then have that conversation with them. You know, mm -hmm. sounds to me, Ben, you're little upset today oh yeah you know and you just you let them yeah. talk and you just you yeah. find these ways and you learn what triggers and hooks are and then once i got that and then i, I get to go into like uh an interview room as an investigator and i i've honed that skill set and now yeah. i get to see the person man when you listen and now i get to see how you're changing your posture in a chair yeah. what you're omitting from your statement what you're yeah. adding i can visually see you're trying to make it sound emotional, but there is no emotion because I tell yeah. them when, when people talk of emotion, there's always something there. Someone yeah. says they're happy, you're going to get a little bit of a smile. <laughs> yeah. If you get, yeah, Ben, I'm happy today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The first clue should be like, okay, there's a disconnect there because I should have seen something. When you speak emotion, part of that emotion seeps out. Absolutely. So we, we could pick on things that we need to validate, dismiss, clarify, yeah, yeah. which is something that I've come up over the years with that, that I just love when I talk to him, like, look, just stop for a minute and just find yeah. out what you need to do. You need to validate it, dismiss it, clarify it. But that turned into then I, I had opportunities to work in schools as a school resource officer. I got to go work in a jail. Um, yeah. And then while working in a jail, that was part of my other behavioral process, because then I got to really hone in on pre-threat indicators, because when you can sit and you're like in this fishbowl, you watch because mm -hmm. people when they're serving their time in jails, they really watch the officers in there. And I could see who they were picking out, what officer picking out, who had the behaviors, their posture, and what they're doing, mm. who they could manipulate. Mm. You know, there's there's a good book out there called The Art of the Con. They yeah. are really good. They are masters of manipulators, and that helps with the mm. defense against them because I've, I've seen it on multiple aspects and watching it and then watch their behaviors, how they interact when you enter, you know, their, their environment. You know, how, look how it changes, whose head turns, who's paying attention to you, who's overly paying attention to you, who leaves, who goes back into, the, you know, the, there's so many things that I started creating all these behaviors. And then you could pick up like, okay, those two are going to fight today. Well, how can you yeah. tell? 
well, boom, 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 boom. They've done X, Y, Z. And based off what I've watched in this fishbowl now for the last couple of months. And then it started creating now creating training for that. Like, mm. hey, our guys are unaware. They're not situationally aware. They don't understand that when they go in there and they might walk in like you and I walk in there, Ben. We don't talk about anything personal, bring up anything because you'll find those inmates. I've walked in plenty of pods and I'm talking about going into a maximum security pod. These are your murderers and stuff. Yeah. And the first thing I have to be like, hey, man, so I take a Joe still on vacation and you just like you just kind of look at him and I'm like, oh, say again, you know, oh, yeah, man, Joe, he's been gone, you know, the, the last two weeks. You know, this is typically his shift, but you're here. And I remember him saying, uh, I think he's going to Mexico, you know, for for two weeks. And he's like, he should be back soon. Right. And you're just like. OK, and then when you have these talk with these officers and these young officers, it's like, hey, mindful what you're saying, what you're doing. They know your work schedule better than you. Don't think if you don't upset them that they're on these phones, they don't have contact to the outside. They can find out where you live. They can find out what's going on. You know, there, there's potential threats for you outside these walls. And they don't think of that. And they don't they don't train for that. And I was one of those young cops growing up to where we always looked at people working in jails as redheaded stepchildren. They didn't really get the same respect <laughs> as the guys out on the street, right? We call, we call them like the babysitters. Yeah. And they didn't really get the respect. But I will tell you, once I went in and actually filled that role, I looked and I was like, man, there's so much stuff here to where my mindset changed to where before I put a guy on the street, like a young kid on the street to test him if they're going to perhaps make it in this industry and in the career path, put him in a jail. Put him in a jail where all they have is a radio, their mouth, and their hands. Because that's the only tools you have. A radio to call for help. So you learn better communication skills, yeah. right? You learn how to de-escalate, problem solve a lot better. And you get better with this because so many people, cops on the street have so many tools under tool belts today. They get over-reliant on them and they don't train on them, which is a problem. They wind up having their own guns taken, their tasers taken. They're drawing a taser when they should never be drawing a taser based on the proximity of the person where they should be hands on. They lack those fundamental basic skills of communications and those things. Mm -hmm. So I felt like if you go in there and you can go work two years in a jail and survive and come out, one, you have a better aspect. And what I liked about it being in a jail as well is when you come in there, I can go to a computer and I have a whole documented history of you. You know, if Ben's in XYZ prison, I can sit here. I know I know how old Ben is. I know where yeah. Ben's from. I know what Ben's been charged with, what crimes mm -hmm. he's done, his criminal past. I have access to all that. So guess what? I, I hold a lot of the cards because I have all the information. Yeah. So as opposed to a cop on the street, I get a call. I get a call to Ben's house for a potential mm -hmm. incident. I'm going in blind, right? Because all I have is what a dispatcher is telling me. All I know is that I may have a name. I may know it's Ben. I may know it's not. I have an address and a potential incident. And a lot of times the incident that you get, you know, that you're getting told on the radio is not the incident when you get to the house. Yeah, yeah. It could be worse or it could be a lot less. You know, there's just so many unknowns. So I'm like, why not put these guys in this area where there's more knowns, give them the tools and build them up. So then when you go out there to the unknown, you're better prepared. You can be better situationally where you can have a different mindset to it yeah. and yeah. approach things differently in that yeah. aspect. So yeah. and that's where I'll tie, and I'll tie that up with that because that's where like I take that into the EP close protection world mm -hmm. now is all that stuff now and how that makes you better because now we're mm -hmm. out in a lot of unknowns and we're protecting clients and families mm -hmm. and you need to be you know, tuned in to, the, to those things. hundred <laughs> percent, mate, hundred percent. And, uh, you know, I, I could, I could be quite lofty and connected to Socrates again, and in, in that he had a particular problem with man writing things down because it imbues us with the nature of forgetting. And it's, it's, it's similar to what you were saying about the tool belt. If I've got all of these tools around me, I don't need to do any active thinking. I don't need to do any active listening or engaging or problem solving because nope. I've got all of this that would do it all for well, me. It, it, what, it, what it constitutes is, and you could probably put a, a, a more uh, academic part to it, but what I, what I found, it, it creates over-reliance and overconfidence. And, and they think that will trump lack of ability, 100%. lack of training, complacency. You know, if I stand here like this and puff my chest and you see all these cool tools on me, mm -hmm. then you're going to listen. And yeah. it's, that's, 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 not, that's not how 
how it works. Well, that's the thing. But you watch tons of videos to show you that's that's what happens, and it's it's a yeah. bad thing to see. And we need to change, start changing those things. Well, that, that, the, the Milgram experiment will only go so far in terms of the reaction towards authority, right? In that, if somebody's just wearing a white coat and has a clipboard asking me to click this uh, two hundred and forty volt battery to kill someone, that will only go so far in that setting where there's no kind of perception that anything could escalate where the situations sure. we enter into it's it could very much go that way it needs to be considered yeah, and, then, and then i would even challenge that too for anyone listening and then this is for for ben too because is, is milgram wouldn't work today i don't think milgram works today because your society and your environment is so much different and the reason i say that is because society at least here in the u.s has changed so much mm. to where now there is a lot of blatant disrespect to law enforcement yeah. and those in authority there's a yeah. lot more pushback. Look at the pushback you're seeing with protests and things like that. Mm -hmm. So people are more apt to stand up against that in authority now to where I think if you want to enter that same white coat, yeah. you don't get the same results in the experiment because we have fundamentally changed with what we're willing to change to the context. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, some, yes, you can, but it's going to come down to those interpersonal type skills, but you're not going to automatically get that uh, perceived authority or people readily jump into, okay, since you're, you're this, I'm going to respect you. There's a lot more work involved because people today are more blatantly going to tell you to shove off than, than they are to do anything else. And so I, I like that as a great tool because you had, you can see where you could push the bounds within mm -hmm. that, within the, those, those societal norms and what mm -hmm. you would expect. But we've gotten so far away from that now today mm -hmm. that like even these kids on cell phones and the contextual things, I mean, do, do you really see that kids don't respect their parents? So if they're not respecting their parents, they're not they're respecting not respect at home. Else, no. Are they going to respect any? And and I'll leave it with too. Like when I was a young young kid growing up, you know, we we always had the cops pointed out to us, like, hey, if you ever get lost or need anything, you go to him, ask for help, they will help you. To where you know you fast forward years later, I'm in a Seven Eleven, I'm in uniform, and you get a mother with a kid going, see that that's a policeman behavior. He's going to arrest you. Mm -hmm. So we're now already started at a young age creating fear. Mm. fear of law enforcement, fear of that authority at those young mm. ages, because that's what you're programming in them. Not, hey, if you need anything or something bad happens or mom or dad are hurt, find a policeman, they can help. It's if you're bad, that guy's taking you to jail. And people don't put enough into what that does to the development stages of, of a young child when you're consistently putting that in their head and wonder why when they become a young teen or teenager mm. and a law enforcement officer comes around, why they run, fight, or else and have no respect for that authority because they feel you're going to take them away from a loved one. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's part of the problems that we're seeing now that just been bubbling up and evolving over is mm. because that's what we're doing. We're, we're allowing those things to, to bubble to this head and the surface and, and, mm. and get to that, to get to that point. But when do we say and enough's enough when we start, you know, dialing it back and saying, Hey, look, no, this is, we're better than this. You know, we, we all get along for the most part, right? It's like mm. what you see on the media and the news today would have you thinking 99% of the world is on fire and everyone is out to get each other when in turn, it's like, it's the opposite. But if we're constantly fed manure and telling mm -hmm. us it's, you know, the best meal you ever have, uh, you're going to have a stomach full of crap and, and yeah. think, you know, you, you've had the meal of your life. Yeah. And that's what, <laughs> and I just feel like that's just what we, We've we've got going on. Well, that's um, that's what it is, mate. So, like with with, with this, we, we're not we're not saying that we are the authority or even an authority that that sh that should be listened to. Like, uh, it just popped into my head. Like, I I I, I originally applied for uh, for the police uh, years ago, uh, but they wouldn't allow me entry because I have a I have a I have a visible tattoo, and yet they still sourced me for coaching and teaching. Uh, and, and education this way. So if you look at that on the surface as a CV, there are a number of people that would focus on the fact that well, he's never he's never worked uh, in the police, but <laughs> there's having them work for you. Where do you where do you place that? So like with with social media uh, accounts, do you do you validate who it is that you're listening to just by the number of followers that they have? Because if it is that that you are just validating it by that, you need to be asking more questions. So if you're doing mm -hmm. it just by somebody's CV, you need to be asking more questions. The CVs, particularly to what we do, they're very relevant. Of course they are. But they're not the only thing. 
you should be listening to yeah. the, the, the the content and the discussion and what it is that we're saying or whoever it is that you're listening to uh, on whatever it is that you're interested in, right? You should be taking it yeah. into into account, its application towards your life and not accepting it just based on any perception of authority that's given by some voiceless person on the internet. Faceless person. We obviously have a voice. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things there, right? It's just because they are uh, an influencer doesn't mean it because yeah. you got to start looking at what, what got them there. For a lot of those, for a lot of people, I mean, they, 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 they pay for that. Yeah. So they, they, they pay for that exposure. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, okay, well, is it, is it relevant? You know, mm-hmm. and then you got to start reverse engineering and backing that up to, okay, there, is it because they're trying to get out there because they're trying to get ahead of the greater good, you know? Um, and you made a, a lot of key points there, uh, within that. And it, it's a hundred percent right. And it's with like our whole back to like the whole society thing is we want you to look at and go, in my opinion, don't, don't be a lemming, mm. don't get it hurt and walk off the cliff. Yes. Um, so many questions. people today, you know, there is like, they, they blindly follow what's constantly being pushed. Mm. And we all know, right. We all have phones and everything today. Like, I think Ben, you and I were talking, you know, you, you traveled to the U.S., you went on vacation, you went to a, you know, one of these particular states. And next thing you know, the algorithm on your phone, everything else, send on you, hey, come, come, <laughs> you know, come, come visit us, yeah. you know, and, it, and if you look at that every day, every day, every day, right, that's what yeah. our brain and our mind starts to take in. And then we're yeah. starting to accept Well, what we're telling you is you don't have to accept it. We're not I'm not saying go out there and be blatantly defiant and mm. say all oh, hell break loose and we're not listening to any rules. Mm. I'm just saying, look step away for a minute unplug step to the side of the box looking from a different perspective Mm. and and what i would say is you know if you're looking at the box you've got multiple sides and corners right there's four sides walk around each side get on a step stool look at it from the top down lay on your side look at it from the bottom up like change Mm. the angles and perspectives and go okay how does this fit how does it work and what you'll find is one you'll you'll get a lot more benefits out of these things because one you'll start be able to see through the stuff you need to see through or mm-hmm. some of the other things I'll, and I'll look at too is some of the things that the people out there that are doing the, the stuff that the, the shady way and are just looking at it to mm-hmm. just take people's money in there they they initially will start off with with a core key concept that you can find that there is good that you can validate and go okay that's great and then it just it's kind of like the I don't know, I'm not a magician, but it's one of those things like you see on TV a lot, right? Where someone holds up a roll of money yeah, and it's yeah. like they show you a hundred dollar bill on the outside and they're like, hey man, I'll give you this, and you get it, mm-hmm. and inside it's a whole wrap of ones or fake money on the inside. Yeah, and yeah. You just got the twenty dollar bill. It's like it's like that, that's what you're getting sometimes is you think, man, I invested a thousand dollars into this training, mm-hmm. but you get fifty cents you worth of investment back out of it, if if that. So Absolutely. as Ben was saying to kind of wrap this up. You, you got some insights about us. Um, again, like you said, you could find us everywhere, but this never was for us to come out here and want to talk to an audience that we're hoping to get in here and just have these discussions with and just regurgitate and tell you this is what we yeah. do and all this. It, it's it's not. We want you to go wherever it needs to take you, personally, yeah. professionally, whatever industry you're in. We just want you to do it with the right perspective, the right understandings, challenge things. Don't accept mm-hmm. everything. Challenge. I think it was uh, Bob Bob Pointer, one of our colleagues. You guys are here from the He uses uh, the ABCs that he learned when he was a, a young police officer in the UK. And I don't want to butcher your bill because Bob will probably listen to this and be like, Jim, what are you doing? But it was <laughs> assume, assume nothing, right? Yeah. Believe nothing. Challenge every doubt. Yeah. Uh, somewhere along those lines. Love it. And, and I love that because that's kind of falls in line with how I come up with by validate, dismiss, mm. clarify. Everybody should have their own way of how they run things through their filters, right? Mm. Our biases, because mm. that's what gets in the way, right? Our ego, mm. you know, and I think Benny and I were talking about some people like they jump into some of these training because it's a cool guy stuff and it's a pounding of the yeah. chest and it's like, yeah. oh, I got to do this. And then it's like, no, take your emotions out of it. Take the ego yeah. out of it look at it objectively, logically, and go, is this pertinent to my job? Is this going to give me what I need to get out of it? Does this help me advance my career? Does this advance me personally in my personal growth? 
Or is this just something I just want to sit there and say, I took this class from XYZ training company and I'm like, I'm this badass now, no. you know, and if those, are, and if that's your reason, yeah, then I would say you, you need to reevaluate your career, reevaluate what you're doing, because in terms of that's what your motivation is within mm-hmm. an industry, then industry is not for you. Mm-hmm. It, it should never be about tons of certificates, things on the wall. You should be doing the training and, and, and I'll end my part on this is I tell people is you need to be selfish when it comes to your learning, mm-hmm. learning, understanding your books, your training, be as selfish as possible, humanly possible, because you want to take in everything you can. That's what's going to make you a better human and a better person. But once you have that knowledge and we've tried to took it in and we're applying it, we need to be selfless. And that's kind of where I'm at today. My mind says selfless, whatever I've gained experiences I've gained, I want to give back. If I can help somebody make a better decision, if I can help somebody change the way they're thinking that changes their their environment in a relationship or within their job or gives them a different mindset or a different understanding on leadership and personal accountability and things like that's where it's at. Because these are all lessons and things that, as I speak with on, is all stuff that I learned. And a lot of us learn these things the hard way. And if I can help someone trip a little less, maybe skip that pothole entirely, then I feel that's what we naturally hear as humans, right? We naturally should be here helping each other. And I'm going to be as selfless as possible when it comes to saying, hey, look, do this. Don't get sucked in this trap because you'll find out over time if you're not vetting and doing things Mm -hmm. properly. The only one that hurts in the end is you, right? Mm -hmm. Because the other person is going to cash that check at the end of the day. They don't care. They're running you through kind of like a puppy mill of sorts when it comes Mm -hmm. to training in some of these companies or different things. Employers, unfortunately, the bigger the organization, you're just a number. You can be replaced Mm -hmm. tomorrow. So look and understand that you, everything you should be doing is to develop you to make you better and the mm-hmm. best thing so you can be more resilient, have a better understanding of those yeah. things around you. And uh, that's that's what I hope you get out of this. And I hope there you come back and, and listen because we're just going to be giving you guys a, a bunch of stuff that we feel over time that you can put together um, and make you just a better, well-rounded, I think, human and, and yeah. makes us all better for the long term down the road. Uh, well, absolutely. Protective insight, uh, you know, though it is a title for the podcast, it is it is insight into how you can protect yourselves with more or more observational questions, insight into how you can protect your family with these kind of questions that you can ask yourself. Like just the, the, the kind of uh, closing sentiment for me, I just had Neil deGrasse Tyson pop into my head. I was I, <laughs> I, 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 I watched his um, his masterclass yesterday uh, it's nice. it's on it's it's basically on critical thinking uh, and his his analogy was if somebody comes up to you and says oh my god i've got this amazing crystal that gets rid of all this disease for you it's it's great you know do you want to buy it to immediately dismiss it and go well that's nonsense and homeopathy or to go yes yes let me buy it both are intellectually lazy uh, you know, for for you to stand there and go in the face of this, okay, well, what kind of diseases does it work on? Is there some uh, is there some that it prefers over others? Is, are there any kind of conditions that I need to be aware of? What am I going to get out of at the other side? Are there any? What happens if the crystal breaks? You know, all all of these types of questions that that come out mm-hmm. of this type of thing, and in a nutshell, well, for me personally, that's what we're doing with this yep. is is providing people well hopefully attempting to provide people a way to uh, to ask better questions to shape the information that they have so they can make better decisions moving forwards as you say percent that's it yep. then guys so um we 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 kept you a little bit longer than than we had intended but uh, both me and jim are very fond of talking um <laughs> so that's that going to be true. a risk that's going to be a risk that you'll run with listening to the podcast, you know. So whenever you whenever you do get a comfy seat, make sure you're not or, or you're driving a long distance, you know. Make sure that that's the the, the, the way that you can go. So yeah, uh, make, make sure end, you have something. Don't cut it off too soon. You might miss no. that, that one nugget because I will Absolutely. tell you, we we were coming into this as well. Again, this this is us. Sorry, is, this, <laughs> is, do it. this is uh, this is not scripted. This isn't anything no. there. Like, we have ideas and things we want to do when we mm. bring people on with uh, what we want to show you guys and give you some things there. But when it comes to Ben and I talking, this is it. You're just getting Ben and I here just being us Unfortunate. and doing what we do and, and wanting to do the best for people. So when it's like there, we have a point, as you can tell, yeah. it's like 
hold on, like they, they need a little more. We're going to give you, and that's the thing you'll get from us is you won't get less, that's for sure. You will always yeah. get more or something. And whether it's something you can take and it's relevant or not, that's up for you to decide. But yeah. we're going to we're gonna leave you a trail of breadcrumbs and whatnot along the way. And we hope you, you, you meet us at the end of the journey here. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Couldn't have put it better myself. So, guys, yeah, make sure you uh, uh, follow, the, follow the YouTube channel for more videos. If you want to see our beautiful faces talking talking to you, then uh, click the subscription button below and hit the bell so you're notified of all of the new videos as they come up. It might seem like a little insignificant task that everyone moans about, but it really helps with the uh, with the channel's message and the thing that we're trying to do as well. You can also follow the podcast directly on Spotify, on Google, on Apple as well. Uh, and, and if you are on somewhere like LinkedIn or any of the other places, that, uh, that me and Jim frequent, um, then by all means, send, send us a message. And uh, given that we are both very busy chaps, we can't always reply straight away, but we will always try and reply. Uh, and uh, I, I think that's, that's uh, the main thing that, that I like about the way we want to try and build this community. You know, it's not just a listen to the podcast. It is if, if you want to send us, send us a message, right? <laughs> Whatever, you know. Send us some questions. I mean, if you work in yeah. an industry that we're not readily talking about and you're like, hey, how does this work for us in hospitality? Or how does this work in the airline industry? Message us yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll make it a point. We can we'll, make we'll it a focus. We can do another mini podcast to tell you how, mm. or that's a separate conversation. You know, like, like Ben said, we have, may not be immediate, but drop mm -hmm. it in there. We are responsive. We will find a time. The yep. benefit that you have with Ben and I, our time zones are dramatically apart. Right. So if you one of us will always be awake. Night in the U.S., <laughs> it's early in the morning for Ben. So one way or the other, you're going to have 24-hour coverage of some aspect, <laughs> way or another. But you will get, you will get one of us. Most um, customer service businesses can't offer that. <laughs> no, right? And, and, and the thing is, right, whether it's 24 hours, you get it in English. <laughs> 24 come on. 7 that's hard to, hard come to come on. by 24/7 thank you all for listening i'm going to wrap up done because again this could turn into a whole other thing that's this it. could be the never ending podcast is what it could be turned into <laughs> that's it all right guys thank you for your time we will see you next time take care Peace. Bye.